So what's up guys? Welcome to a little bit of a different sort of video, YouTube video, more of like a little podcast vibe today because I am joined by no other than New York City based photographer Crystal, aka Musing High, uh, The Musing Eye on Instagram. You'll see the pop tags, so don't worry about that. And uh, she is here doing some work, which I'll have her explain briefly, but the big idea was I wanted to talk about uh, the difference in photography from like your perspective as being based in New York City and me being based in DC because I feel like they're very different and in a lot of ways I feel like uh, photographers in DC who are like trying to like move up like even like myself we think like oh I should move to the Big Apple or people tell us you got to go to New York City but before we get into that uh, share with them a little bit about um, what you're doing here in DC and just a little bit about yourself in general. Um, hey, I'm Crystal. I'm here in D.C. just working with different clients, doing a lot of different fashion and boudoir photography. Um, I'm based out of New York City. I focus mostly on fashion and beauty and editorials. Um, and most of my work, even if it's not related to fashion, I always put like an editorial spin on it. And that's kind of the direction that I like to go with um, in general, with creativity, with any kind of con conceptual um, idea it's always some kind of a story even if it's just a simple portrait I like to add a lot of different elements to it yeah and that's and that's kind of how I became hip to you because we literally just saw off as friends on Instagram mm -hmm. and I just liked her work it has like a like dark gothic black and white vibe like I'm not lying go to her Instagram <laughs> and see it like you know girls in bondage and stuff but it's not like over the top and it's very tasteful and it's like very well yeah. done like the lighting is good thank you yeah um I don't know, I, I was always drawn to a lot of the editorial work because it gives you so much freedom and you can take it's like... more creative. Yeah, it's more creative and you can really put your energy and your taste to whatever you do. So like when you're given, uh, even let's say just a portrait session with a regular client, I like to always add some kind of like edginess to it, whether it's the dramatic lighting or it's black and white or even the backdrop. There's so many different things you can add to it. Because at the end of the day, it's like your style. Yeah, it's you your know? style. It's, like, yeah, it's exactly. like they're hiring you because then they, they want that using eye, like yeah. cutting edge, you know, a little, little yeah. like sexual boudoir style. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the people that come to me want that and those are the type of people I attract. And if, if you have a different style, then you attract whatever your brand or your image or your style and your taste is. Yeah, that's something I think is interesting because I feel like sometimes as a photographer, you just get gigs that are like random and out the blue and being yeah. like, you know, not super rich. You're just kind of like, yeah, I'll take it. And then like, you have to like remind yourself, oh, they're hiring me for like how I approach things. Right, yeah. Not necessarily like they have a vision, but they want it with your vision yeah. and not, you know, something that you yeah. think would fit them. And I think part of the, uh, uh, great thing about being a photographer is your clients trust you and your vision and your style so you definitely attract people who want your kind of work for them whatever yes. that, that who made them who so be. so being in New York especially do you find that having your own sort of like thematic aesthetic style is is like super important or do you or do you sometimes feel like oh I should like tone down the edginess because this mm -hmm. is like um I, it's really difficult because I think what I put on Instagram is a little bit different from what I put on my website because Instagram is more glamorous, it's more fun, I can really be myself 
but on my website I do have to put more commercial, I have to put uh, streets, I have to put something more approachable mm. and sometimes I do struggle, oh should I put this on Instagram because maybe um, it's not my style but maybe somebody wants to see that I can do something like yeah. that, if that makes sense. That's such a whole conversation, it's like the online versus like Instagram, yeah. like what do you put? Mm -hmm. But having said that, I do put um, a little more of an edge even to the commercial stuff that I do, I try to make it it my, still fits at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, it still fits. It's still it's still cohesive, but it's gonna be more commercial. It's gonna be more, um, more of a product shot or more simple or whatever the case might be. Yeah. So, how long have you been uh, photographing? Right. I don't know if you're full time or or, or part time photographer. Do you yeah. mind sharing that? Yeah. So actually, right now I'm full time, but it's been it's taken me a while to get here. <laughs> Yeah, Congrats. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful to be where I am. In New York. Like, yeah, in New York, it, it, yes. I feel like that's like a bigger deal, the fact that you yeah. work your full time in New York. Yeah, like, but um, um, uh, like it's, I've had to have multiple jobs. I've had to have um, a corporate job and then come home and do my own thing. I've yeah. had to quit jobs. It was, it's been a crazy couple of years, I can say that. So it's that. taken like how many years, do you think? Um, It's taken me, um, so like I would say about two years, because like, okay, so... <laughs> Before I, that's not, I, I mean that's pretty fast. That's not like short or long or anything. Yeah. I'd say that's like a decent amount of time. Yeah, I guess um, I've always been into photography. I've always been practicing. Always been doing it myself. Like growing up, you were yeah, always... growing up. My dad, um, his hobby is photography, so he has his own set of equipment, his own set. So I, oh, I was always around okay, that so environment. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, and then I was always. I was a, a journal, like a journalist, like a magazine writer, and I was always so more... Did you start off, I already know where this is going, you started off doing photojournalism. I started off, no, I actually started off writing for different magazines, mm. and I just, I wasn't passionate enough, I was always more jealous of the creative people, the art directors, and I would always give more ideas to them. And then I was working at a fashion company, and one of the photographers. And this quit. is in New York. In New York, okay. yes. So I was a copywriter, and I was. I hated my life. I hated my job. I I hated everything. I, I was really miserable. And this was like two, three years ago. This was a couple okay. years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, one of the I I but they the team that I was working with knew I was a very visual person. Uh, the photographer in the company happened to quit out of nowhere. He couldn't stand working there, and then they just. We're like, hey, you got a camera, you got some equipment, here's some more stuff, play around with it, let's see what you do. And then I just kept practicing, kept doing it, and then I was getting gigs here and there, and then I just kind of um, just said, you know what, one day, like, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna quit. So you just, like, and you then, just, like, fell in love with it through, like, that random thing, like, you get yourself, uh, like, it, maybe it was there, or you just um, kind of fell into it, do you think? That was the first time in my life where I was like, okay, I can really make a living out of photography. I can do this. I'm, I'm passionate about what I do and I love what I, what that is. But even before that, I loved photography. I was constantly mm -hmm. taking pictures. It's like, I think it's like that just unlocked it. it that just gave me the, the, um, it, it was more of like a opportunity, financial thing. It was mm -hmm. more of like a, can I really make this a career? Would people really hire me? And then before that, I was... Yeah, but, I think yeah. that's a very common question for anyone is yeah. like, how do I mm -hmm. find clients yeah. and find work? Which I think we could go on like a long, yeah, different like tangent video of like how to go from like collabing to like mm -hmm. getting clients, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a whole nother rabbit hole. But I think also I'm half Asian. And you know how Asian mothers are, they want their children to, to be a doctor, to be a lawyer. Yeah. So I kind of avoided taking the creative route 
just because I wasn't mm -hmm. sure. I I had a lot of and like that family of, pressure of just like family this. Yeah. What are you doing? Like creative yeah, yeah. work doesn't pay. I think yeah. especially for like more ethnic. I don't know if your family's immigrant or not. Like that's like a bigger pressure, especially yeah, yeah, like making um, that leap, which I think is why you know. Even myself, if you spend that first initial years like going home at night, yeah, yeah. working on five, and then you go home at night and you work like six yeah, to two, yeah. dealing, doing whatever yeah. you want to do. So, mm -hmm. so now you're, you've done that. You're full time now, mm -hmm. as of like past few months, past year. Yeah, I would say starting this, pretty much starting this year. Yeah. Okay, so I guess like an interesting way, like living in New York, would you say that like you felt it was harder, like now that you have anything to compare to like in DC right. but like I feel like living in New York the bar is higher for like it is. what it is. is getting the jobs and everything yeah. so like was that ever like a pressure on you as far as like you mm -hmm. know I, I feel insecure about my stuff mm -hmm. or, or are you just more competitive like what are your, what's your um, take on that? So when I first started I really didn't give a fuck about where I was. I loved it so much. I didn't care who was gonna. I that's, that's I, definitely like that a probably better mentality to have. That. <laughs> if you think about yeah. it, you're just gonna like get frozen and just not doing anything. Yeah. No, for me it was like I'm doing this. I don't give a shit how. Oh, sorry. Am I? But yeah, no, you can curse. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we can curse on this. This is cool. Yeah. Um, this is like, I, I really didn't care. I just knew I had to do it, and I just did it. And I, I have this Nike tattoo from when I was. 18 or something and you know just do it like you know just do go after you only have one life and that was kind of the attitude I had but after about half a year or so and I got my portfolio and I struggled with a lot of gigs that's when I started looking at better photographers and I was like oh, um I don't feel like I'm there I don't even have the right equipment I don't you know there was a lot of yeah. I can't I don't and um I think um, I just talking to other people and I, I do have a lot of people around me that are very creative and even other photographers I know and did a lot of internships and they really encouraged me and they were like, you know, you, you just started. Don't compare yourself. Yeah, so, you, you can't compare yourself to like yeah. someone who's doing a, like yeah. a Vogue shoot or like this right. like Gucci shoot right. who has got like four assistants and they've yeah. got like sky studio lighting. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's so easy to fall into that trap, especially yeah. like when you're trying to go full-time yeah uh, it's just... yeah but um I really think um, equipment is only part of it it's it's um, only a part of it it's not even really about the technical stuff it's much more than that and, and sometimes it's either you have it or you don't I don't really think it's about equipment I, I think it's about just having like the bare minimum the, uh, and like yeah. just learning eventually like yeah. because I mean I start off like a softbox and yeah like a cloth background and you just yeah. like you, you you can't expect amazing things but yeah. you learn like oh this f-stop and this shutter speed over time and like yeah. that's how you get to that point you know especially in like your work or mm -hmm. that like comfortable professional setting mm -hmm. but I mean so it's interesting that you didn't feel that pressure of like I'm in New York mm -hmm. because I I definitely feel like as like a Washington DC photographer that some part of me doesn't want to move to New York mm -hmm. because I'm sitting here thinking like like, you know, hate the two mile horror, but two, two, you know, I think my work's probably some of the best stuff in DC, mm -hmm. but maybe it's because I went to New York. But anyways, like, I feel like a bigger fish in a small pond. Mm -hmm. So I like, see. and I kind of, it's yeah. kind of starting to like snowball like that. Mm -hmm. But in the back of my mind, I have thought like, is there going to be a time where like I reach the edge mm -hmm. of the pool or I reach the edge of the bucket? Because yeah. there's so many times that I see photographers that I follow in New York doing these like amazing shots, shoots for magazines that I, in some ways I don't feel like are available to me here in DC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, like, 
if your work is different and unique, then you, that that already you're already there in some way because you know there's so many photographers. So how are you going to differentiate yourself? So and I think your work is very distinct. Like it's very vibrant. There's definitely um a, like your personality shines through in your work, and I think that sets you apart, which is obviously extremely different from what yeah I yeah do, yeah. I don't know? do like Nikki so, Woman Bond is, but yeah, it's different <laughs> for everyone. To each their own. Yeah. You know? Um. And I think um if if you trust that instinct and you trust your vision, then you always attract. Um, that same clientele or the same people who trust and want that vision. So that's kind of how I encourage myself and how I kind of see the end goal, even if sometimes I do doubt myself. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I, I think that's a super big point. It's like in a lot of ways, if your work is good enough, you'll start to attract paid yeah, gigs, yeah, which exactly. I think takes time because now if I look back to my work, like even six months ago, I'd be like, oh god, like yeah. But I think also. Um, like yeah, sometimes I'm I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like in the past, I was like I don't know where I'm gonna go after this. Um, and, and it did feel very intimidating to know that there are literally everybody I meet. They're like I'm a photographer. I'm a photographer. Yeah, I'm a videographer. especially I'm a model, I feel like especially you know? in New York though, yeah. it's not like DC where like so, I'm like a rare breed where it's like yeah. you know I'm a full time photographer. People are like holy crap, like yeah. no way. But yeah. I feel like New York people, everyone's like I'm an actor. Yeah, I'm everybody. a model. I'm a photographer. It's like right. well, but but the thing is. Um, Everybody says that, but they're not, you know, so you also attract the quality that you put out. So yeah, like if you are an amateur photographer and you say I'm a photographer, you're going to attract clients and mm, um, it, you're going to attract your level of clients. So as I get better, I, I'm separate, like not separate, but I'm like attracting a different level. And then, mm. you know, and then you find your own people and then you find your own um, people, uh, like it's kind of like this domino effect, I think. So, I don't know, competition never really bothered me. I just, I feel like I'm more competing with myself. Yeah, as, so as always. That's, but I mean, having said that, there are definitely days where I'm like, maybe uh, I definitely need to improve. Or I think I've even posted on Instagram, like, I don't want to post anything. Like, like I'm, here it is, but I don't feel like this is good enough. Like, I've even honestly said that. So, let me yeah. ask you this question, kind of like a little bit of like the business side. Do you find that your Instagram, like you get more clients through your Instagram work or is it for you through your portfolio work? Because I know um, personally, I get a lot of clients just through my Instagram DMs. Yeah, I do get a lot of clients through Instagram. The only problem is they ask me, are they, they want the same thing that I produce, but they're not expecting the price point. And, so I was like, whoa. Yeah, and they usually want some kind of creative collaboration. And I used to take a lot of those, and then, um, and I still do. If I'm really passionate and I want it, I like the vision, I'm going to take it because I'm all about creating. At the same time, I still got to pay my rent. <laughs> yeah, so if you're and trying to book is, a creative shoot yeah. or like a paid gig, you're like, yeah, I'm doing Yeah, and then I tell them straight up, like, you know, I I'm, I'm, uh, don't have the energy or the time right now to do a creative shoot, but, you know, further down the fact time, I'd love to. So I'll tell them that. Um, but, um, it, um, I mean, if you, if you can't speak on it, like what percentage would you say comes through your Instagram versus like your website? Cause in my weird yeah. opinion, I feel like no one finds my website first. Mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like they kind of find my Instagram first. But Okay. So, so to answer that in terms of Instagram, I find a lot of people message me, but they're usually not paid. They're usually collaborative yeah, yeah, or like models very low-paying like gigs that I don't really feel like helps in any way. Wait, is that something we can talk about? Is like the price difference in gigs? Yeah, we can for, talk. Yeah. Um, 
DC in 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 New York. Uh, and now, granted, you might be at a different price point than I'm at, mm -hmm. but like, so like, I'll just I'll just go ahead and, and I'll go first. So I'll like, yeah, I'll a, a typical like portrait session, um, just someone who likes my work, and they're like, hey, I want to do a portrait session, and for me, that's like two or three books, mm -hmm. you know, nothing crazy. Um, no, we can do crazy things to shoot. That's all fun and free territory. But like, it's you know, two three looks here at my studio. Mm -hmm. um, and they maybe get like two to three edits per look each. Yeah. And so for me, that's like, that's $300 like mm -hmm. baseline and, and it goes up from there. Mm -hmm. Like where does that sit on your Richter scale? So I really work with negotiating with a client. I never go lower than 75 per hour, but that's kind oh, so of- So you charge hourly? Um, it really depends on the project and depends on what the client wants. So I'll either give them like a package or I'll do hourly, and it depends, because you know, bloggers, I don't really do a lot of heavy editing, so I like to go yeah. per look or per hour, it's depending. It's different for bloggers. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. someone who wants, like, for example, a beauty look for their brand or something, that's So what about like what I just said, like what would that be in your translation? Um, like just like rough, like yeah. I'm sure you've had clients like that, yeah, like, what yeah. does that sit on your? Um, I would say it's about the same, it's about the same. but I kind of charge differently, so I'll say it's $100 per hour, and I'll give them one look, and then I know, I'll give them, um, one or one to three images for the set free images for the session but i usually know how many images they're aiming and that's mm, extra yeah, so yeah. i go i kind of make more um money to say directly off of the extra photo so the, be the, I think the edits the, the edits yeah and i think it's actually really good to do that be to not charge too much um this is just my personal you yeah know, no, through, it's, through, it's just interesting how, like, I'm learning your approach. and i'm still learning i'm still learning how to do all of this and um i think it's good to not charge too much because it's overwhelming especially when you're just um when they don't know why all those costs are going yeah to do true, such right. an amazing it, it softens the blow yeah, and so does, when you come yeah. around with like the chorus yeah. aka delivering the pre-selects or yeah, however yeah, you do it like yeah. they're like oh my god like I, I definitely want the four yeah. but then you know they're like i want these three and you're like okay that's like 50 75 yeah. each extra edit yeah exactly and then you know give them so many amazing creative out of the world exp um, 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 options at the end of the photo shoot that they really want to purchase those edits and those images if that makes sense mm. so, so do you, just real quick do you do the whole yeah. like come into my studio and like you do the presentation with them printed or like are you like no no no, no. i i just give them right over on on the email they uh, i'll give them like maybe the top 100 best images and then and i you, just you let, you them let them pick. choose yeah let them okay pick. yeah because, I, I do essentially the same thing. yeah and uh, just because like first of all new yorkers we're time efficient <laughs> We're always on the go. We don't want to have to see anybody if we don't really. You don't want, want to. You don't want any extra emails if you don't have to. Yeah, so it's just easy. Sometimes I'll go on the phone. I'll walk them through. I'll be like, oh, if you want this image, you know. But they'll usually just give me a list of what they want. Maybe, you know, they want a little tummy tug or they want something in black and white or something. And also, depending, I. But this is all before the we do a photo shoot. I I have to know how. Um, what they're expecting of the edits because um is it just a simple color yeah that's true like do you want like body manipulation yeah, or do you want like just skin right. soft you know like skin retouching yeah yeah i mean I, yeah i mean there's so many other like smaller variables but i was just yeah. kind of curious like baseline because i yeah, know I, that your rent and everything is there different <laughs> yeah which is why i was just curious about yeah. that but if it's like you know a really huge shoot then yeah, it's That's way different. Different, and it depends on if a brand is approaching me rather than just an a personal, independent yeah, person. For sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like an organization. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I think you know, 
it, maybe I'm just going to estimate and say we're like we're near the same level yeah, I, of, I of so. like where we're at in our photography. Like I'm not shooting. I mean, you might be. I mean, you're you're traveling to DC. Like I can't say I'm getting any traveling gigs. That sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but just you know, so I guess the price isn't that different in DC and New York. Um, is there anything that you've noticed in your travels here? Like what what have have you noticed any like differences or similarities in photographers from here, photographers from there? Um, definitely, definitely the editorial thing and the street style. So oh, that's so yeah. True. So um, I uh, I just went to a trip in Vegas where I was able to meet with a bunch of different photographers and just learn and you know it was just a thing we wanted to put together to help each other grow. And I met people from all over um, America and from like different states. And definitely I noticed that I'm the only person who focuses on editorial. And I think it's something I always had a gravitation towards, but New York has definitely um, molded me and yeah. shaped me to do That's to interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get, and so when you say that, literally the first thing that popped in my head, I was like, wow, I feel like I'm an editorial photographer in DC. Mm -hmm. Because um, yeah, a lot of photographers around here, at least yeah. in the DC, North, Virginia, Maryland area, they're all like family weddings, right, right. I was say, you know, it's yeah. very, it's not that uh, creative, I guess, yeah. like well, more, or fashion, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, the, the whole editorial yeah. approach. Yeah, also, um, and street style, of course, like, okay. um, that's kind of something I don't see other photographers do because it's either non-existent or people just don't really care. And by street style, do yeah. you mean like people like just being on the streets capturing people yeah, wearing yeah, dope yeah. stuff? Like, that, like the tutorialist? Yeah, or like... yeah, exactly. That um, or fashion week kind of type of look or oh, even just like a saying. brand wanting So you're saying that there's style. photographers in New York that literally just capture street fashion? Yeah, whether it's for magazines, whether it's for fun, whether it's for a brand. You know, when you flip through ads, sometimes there's a lot of street style type of um, editorials. Yeah, like she's yeah, inspired so, editorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. So um, that's definitely something I don't see too much. Um, like you said, I see mostly family, um, maybe some product type. So, so, do you think that's because that those are the kinds of gigs available in New York? Yeah, Be definitely. because there's like top modeling agencies, all the brands. Mm -hmm. So, oh, great. Next question. Yeah. Do you feel like there's more opportunity in New York as a photographer? Like, granted that you're good. I'm gonna assume that you're baseline effort like um, and just talking like the general person here like do you say that like if I'm like you know I want to do more fashion work with brands and more editorials you go to New York for that yeah I think it's definitely more readily available um, even if let's say you can't work with the top brand you want whatever it is there's so many designers in New York that's what I'm saying is yeah. like because like my buddy Nick who's sitting off the corner here like He's a designer, and like I try to find people like him to work with like all yeah. the time. And so yeah. you're saying it's just like a larger pool in New yeah, York. Yeah, I mean, um, even models, you know, like um, like amazing models who haven't even been signed into agencies, and they're really amazing. You know, you can find them. Yeah, on your the models are really good. Like I look yeah. at them, I'm like, oh my god, like. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think those, those 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 unicorns don't live here. <laughs> and yeah, and, and there's so many like you just have access to more things, especially if your thing is edgy or editorial. I mean, even if it's commercial, you just have a variety of so, things. Yeah. So let me ask you this. When you do shoots, have you actually gone through like a modeling agency and cast people? Yeah, I, I, <sighs> I do all on my own. I'm very selective. So, so you're, not, you're not just going on Instagram and DMing models. No, you're, I don't you're, do You're that. actually going through an agency. I, I used to do it when I first started, and then I realized a lot of magazines in New York, or in general magazines, as well as um, brands, they only work with signed 
professional which I did I think that's agency like agent models and because of that um, a lot of the times I'm either forced even though I want to use this model they won't let me or they're like oh we have to have a signed model because they, it, that way the models come around like sue them and yeah, all those exactly kinds of that. Legal and things. it's just um, better to it's just more professional they have more so security and trust of that model just because when you're signed you're you have a certain level of achievement no, I um, think that's true. Like, yeah. like I 100% would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I just, I just never ran into a situation in DC where I needed to do that. Yeah, and I feel like in New York it's like the standard, which is probably why you're it doing is, it. Yeah. But like here, even if there's models signed to like our local agencies, mm -hmm. um, half the time I could just DM the model directly and like, hey, yeah. you want to shoot, and they're like, sure. Um, like even I'm, I'm doing a test shoot this after I come back to New York with um, one of the makeup artists okay. that I work with. <laughs> what is a New York test shoot? Um, so it's when you. Um, basically ask an agency if they have any developing models and then you say I have this usually I'll give them a mood board of inspiration of what I want to do and then I'll say do you have any models that fit this look and I'll tell them what kind of model I'm looking for maybe blonde Asian whatever black so okay yeah so it's like a point of contact yeah or huh. sometimes I'll leave it open-ended I don't really care I don't care for the look I'm just practicing or whatever playing with lights having fun and then they'll send me a package and then from there, I pick the model, tell them the shoot time, the call sheet, and then from there, um, what they expect from me is solid images that they can use in their portfolio. That they can use in their portfolio, and um, that gives. And that's all free. You didn't pay for the yeah, test shoot. They're not paying you for the test shoot. All free. Yeah. But yeah. when you're working with a brand, you're definitely paying the model, whatever the hourly rate is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, usually the brand will pay. They're the one paying the model, but you don't even deal with that. You, you I, find the model and they talk to the agency. It, it really depends. Um, sometimes they want me to find the model. Sometimes they'll they'll ask me what kind of look do you think, and they'll provide the model. It just really depends. But um, either way, if they're the one hiring me, then yeah, they they, they will end up. Paying. Either or, yeah, it's yeah. never like one. Yeah, way. the photographer shouldn't pay unless it's your project. You see, I, I get so jealous because like I'll see the new New York City <laughs> photographers like scrolling through like uh, websites like. Uh, new face sheet and stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, those models look so amazing. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe like you have access to that, which is something yeah. that just feels like not available here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit difficult to say. I'm not, you know, like what what is the difference between working with models and regular people? Oh, well, so that that's a big difference. That is a, that's that, a big yeah, difference. Yeah, but it's like you know they 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 usually have a specific look, which might add definitely will add. Yeah, because you're picking them according to the brand. Yeah, you know, you're looking for happy and cheery, choosing white girl, yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes. And you're going exactly. for dark and gothic like you you're looking for edgy you yeah know, not like really to be weird you. or yeah. not social norm by social standards that kind of thing so that, like that's definitely a huge difference a huge it's factor, just like the, yeah. the norm of like professional level of working is so different already yeah. just like from what we've said and yeah i, yeah, I guess it's um, just the the climate or whatever it is yeah i mean definitely not not even just for photography but if you want to be a model if you want to be a videographer if you want to be a designer whatever i think new york really so if do you, you really want to make it with a big clientele or maybe even just an editorial clientele it's definitely the place to be so you definitely think that if i'm trying to like shoot for gucci i should move to new york because um, i have a higher <laughs> chance or like you know what I'm saying? Because the, because those clients are there? Or are you um, saying it's like I, I, living in D.C. that I could uh, actually work with higher yeah. clients not living in New York? I, I think it... I, okay, so I don't think it really matters where you live. I think what your portfolio reflects should match what they're looking for. Mm. So, you know, when you look at... Um, I was going to point to this, but her face is covered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I was gonna say like okay so for example let's say I want to shoot for Rick Owens I don't know if you know the designer of course I know Rick yeah Owens. okay so he's one of my favorite designers so if I want to shoot for him then I gotta I gotta ref my work has to reflect his um style right so edgy dark whatever so the model that I'm working with has to reflect that as well so you know let's say you are able to find someone who reflects that and the clothing that reflects that and the mood or the location then by all means you can do that and then you, you can get discovered through that and, and if you keep working right so you're saying it's smarter to match the, what you're doing the, to them the, well i'm not saying necessarily to them but um well yeah yeah so, so like, like if you were purposely trying to get a certain client you should make work targeted yeah for those sure yeah clients. definitely like you can't you can't be putting out family portraits and then expect work to be a work get work from like a fashion brand because obviously it doesn't fit and even within fashion there's so many different styles there's commercial there's fat editorial there's um even just product shots there's yeah. so many different stuff and everybody's looking for something different and of course you can cross lines and mix and match but at the end of the day when i when you see when i see your first five images what does the look i'm getting what does the feel i'm getting mm. and i think it's very very important to be consistent five images of like the website yeah so like even when i do food photography which i do or even when i do family portrait it's very editorial it's it's very uh i want to yeah it's say, still in your style it's, like, still it's my not style. like a yeah. strict like yeah, yeah, stiff yeah. old school you know? <laughs> yeah so whatever you do just your your style has to match that and then that way the person looking at your work can be like okay this is what my vision is it matches i want to yeah. work with her so yeah going to new york will definitely help but it's not the end all be all yeah okay okay so i mean not that i was thinking about it like now but like it's something <laughs> yeah. that's definitely crossed my mind as mm -hmm. i'm starting to like level up and, and do and do things like i naturally want to find bigger brands and bigger clients yeah, yeah. of course that's more pay but also like you know you want the notoriety of like shooting with like bigger brands right just, yeah um with. yeah i mean uh, it's definitely helpful i will say this if you can make it in new york you can make it anywhere i've heard that a thousand <laughs> times it's true because they're so tough on you you meet so many people you you're forced to literally deal with all types of situation all types of people all types of good and bad things and um it, it it the competition in itself is so big so if you really if you can make it in new york i really believe you can make it anywhere yeah i've heard that i've heard that and that, <laughs> yeah, and so far that scares me up. yeah so far that scares me like yeah, i don't want to be in new york but i mean i would do yeah that. it will definitely toughen you up you have to hustle you will have to be true to yourself you have to really trust your guts you have to really work hard but it's it's worth it. Come on, like like every you have to do that everywhere. Yeah, that's I mean, true, you do that, but, you really but, but have the New York to kind of reads more of like a com competitive thing. I yeah, guess. you have to push literally, physically, metaphorically. You have to push your people to get to where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, part of it is love. Part of it is personality. It's it's um also like you know I think I think networking is huge. That's a part that I'm not very good at. That's like strength. For me. Is, yeah, that exactly. You're you. Like I said, your personality just comes through. Like and, if and I, if I'm sitting there like, wow, I, I gotta I gotta book out the rest of June. I'm like, all right, I'm going out this weekend. No, you should, like I, I I highly suggest everybody like if if like this is not my thing, but it's something I'm learning to do. Like you know, whenever you're free, go to places, go to different cities, go meet up with people. Even if it's just something like what we're doing, meeting up with one on one or going to an event, just um, meeting. I think networking is a 
is the biggest thing. Uh, that's actually the number so guess, one. So, so, so literally, if I was like, Crystal, I'm going to New York. I've got <laughs> yeah. six months saved up for the tiniest shithole apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, your first thing, you'd be like, yo, you got to go out and meet people. I, I think, yeah, definitely. I think, um, I think networking is huge. That's actually the number one place I get all of, of my clients. It's word of mouth, going to an event, meeting someone, somehow, somewhere meeting someone and them referring me, that kind of thing. That's actually where I get my most consistent clients. It's just clients so, from clients. Clients from clients, brands from different brands, you know, whatever. But yeah, I think like also that's actually a really good option. Like let's say you don't want to really live in New York, you want to get a taste of it. Go to New York, you know, meet people, go to events, go to free things, do free things. Maybe just don't even expect to, you know, have a full-time job, just meet people. And I think that's also really great too. Not even just in New York, but maybe California or um, wherever you're like wherever you are. Yeah, and that's kind of like my goal as well to just go to different cities and meet and uh, and attend and show face and yeah, yeah, that's Sh yeah, yeah just, show face. I mean, the physical side of networking yeah. with clients is so important, much more than shooting emails because yeah, it's, it's just a different dynamic. Yeah, and um, photography is just one of those special jobs where people have to really like you; they have to feel comfortable. Yeah. So. When you show up and you meet people and they like you and they like oh i love you and and you instill that that vision in them and and it, it's kind of like magnetic yeah, magnetic so like you know so that that's always a good thing when you can show up and just kind of you know um get people to really want to work with you yeah so much more powerful than writing an email you know? yeah 100 percent. yeah well i think that kind of wraps up the whole dc photographer talks to a new york city photographer and that was just the whole premise of this. Um, now thinking about it, this could be just like, like a super epic long podcast episode, which I might just have to do now because this was a lot of fun. I haven't gotten to do like an actual like interview slash like just conversation in so long, let alone like I never really get to speak like another photographer that I like really respect, you know, no dig on anyone in DC, but like there's not many <laughs> yeah. photographers that, whose work I look at, I'm like, dang, like, how'd they do that? Or I'm like, oh, I'm digging that. So like. It was like such a treat to have you be in DC and to like steal you away from your time and all that. So before we wrap up, is uh, there anything you'd like to say and then maybe end that with um, uh, plugging yourself. So any final words? Any final words? I would say trust your vision. Trust your vision and um, you have to be you have to be an artist. So. You know, it's not just, oh, I go to work, I'm creating then. You're creating all the time. From the time you wake up to the time you go to bed to even when you go to bed and dreaming to when you're listening to music to when you're watching a movie to when you're reading a book to when you're reading a friend. Everything is inspiration. And that makes, finding inspiration in everything is what makes you a true artist or and a true photographer. Big fact. <laughs> yeah, always creative. I'm not playing any more video games after that. Jesus. <laughs> you can find inspiration in video games too. Right? Yeah, wherever. Well, that's where a different. That's a different talk, but definitely, like you know, some actually sometimes um I watch. Okay, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's actually. it. We're gonna keep talking. That's it. We yeah, need to leave on that epic note. So goodbye, guys. Yes. If you enjoyed this, let okay. me know. Please check yeah. out her work. Thank you for Crystal having me. Does. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and just toss out there and okay. DM her if you have any more questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So guys, see ya until the next one. Take care. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Made a bam.